0: thing is, is if you take a couple of hours now to learn how to do something new and it saves you an hour a week, a couple of hours versus a hundred hours
1: a yeah, year, that's an investment. For the last 20 years, F1 for Help has been perfecting the art of computer repair. To get your computer repair done right the first time, give Joe at F1 for Help a call at 208 208- six eight seven zero one eight three
0: over time your service-based business will need to adapt to customer needs industry shifts technology advances and economic conditions are you conditioned to be on the lookout for when a change is required or are you an individual who feels your business will never need to change in today's episode ed and phil will discuss the types of changes that face different types of businesses
1: and ways to embrace the change welcome to the business buffet podcast with ed bejarana and phil anderson This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes, with the cursory helping of veggies. Our business buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the business buffet podcast, wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the business buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson.
0: Happy Tuesday, everybody. My name is Ed, and with me is my podcast partner and dear friend, Phil. Phil, how are you doing this fine Tuesday?
1: Ed, doing great. I, I just, I, I have to share. This is so fun because, you know, it's interesting. We all have our ways of prepping for, you know, going live with something. And, this, you know, this isn't live live, but it's as close to live. We don't rehearse these episodes. And here Ed's over there listening to the music, getting ready, and grabs a tissue and blows the crap out of his nose. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that. It's And so I'm sure he's happy that I shared that.
0: Well, you know, I'm, I'm not wearing any clothes, so... um, <laughs> You know, I have a face for radio. That's kind of why I'm doing this. And thank you for making me have to stare at you
1: during the episode.
0: That's right. That's well. You know, I, I put in the big uh, pane window, so there you
1: go. yeah, make it a lot easier. How's how's things been going? How's this things last are, week been? You know, honestly, things are going great. Things are going really well. It it's busy. Sometimes I'm back on my heels, and it's pushing me to grow and expand and and stretch some of my limitations that I bring into this stuff. So it's a good thing. I really am growing, but yeah, at the end of the day, dude, I am really tired. I'm I know really tired. I know I mean, the I'm feeling. Just exhausted. You
0: know, I wake up in the morning and boom, I'm hit it. I, I just gotta go because I, I just gotta do it. I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, eyes wide open. I gotta get to the office. So I you know, make my coffee, get here to the desk and and just work like crazy until at least 10, 11 o'clock. I was up at
1: four forty five this morning, uh, and looked out the window and and i mean it's it's not it's not bright sunny but it's light it is light out
0: oh yeah no the sun comes up really early yeah yeah so well you know phil i work with a lot of customers across this great country of ours and i know you do too it pains me to be talking with a client or a friend for that matter who is struggling with business and then i learn they are so resistant to change that they've avoided major shift in their industry or or missed an economic signal and didn't adapt. Do you run into these types of issues? And if so,
1: what sort of advice do you give? I think it's uh, kind of interesting what we do. We both have service companies. I don't think you have any products. Uh, I don't have any products. Well, the trade show stuff. Right, right. But there's nothing that you have to inventory. It's nothing that you actually create and, and, you know, uh, have to tweak and make sure it doesn't break and give warranties and all that stuff. It's drop shipped. Exactly. And that is a product, but our major product is our service. It is us. And so what I find interesting, I've had actually a couple of meetings this week where I feel like I'm educating people. Okay. And so uh, there, I think people are resistant to change a lot because they fear what's going to happen.
0: Well, and it's kind of human nature. Everybody jokes about, we, you know, as humans, we just don't like change.
1: No, and I think the older we get, it's like, get off my lawn, right? <laughs> I think the older we get, we do resist change more. I see it, I feel it in me. But as, as someone who owns a, a company that is dealing with uh, an industry that is really, by and large, overcome with people in their twenties and thirties running this stuff. I'm near almost I'm almost sixty and I'm doing this. And what I bring is experience and I can still learn this this other stuff. But I find that it doesn't come as easy as it does maybe for other people. But I'm okay with change. It's just getting me to change and you know this more than anybody probably in the last couple three months. I I struggle with change, but I try to tackle it head on. Now, the cl- customers that you're working with, uh, do, do you think
0: that they're struggling to change or they're resisting the change because of adapting new technologies? Or what do you think is the cause for the folks you work with resisting change?
1: Well, much of it is is social media and the changes within that. And and they just roll their eyes. It's like, really? They're making this change. I just learned it. And so I get that. I, and again, I'm much the same way. So I think, I think that it's not an easy one-item answer. I think there's a lot of things that come into play. And uh, they struggle with, it could be the technology. It could be they just don't want to change, which, of course, is just sabotaging their business. How about you? Do you like change? Nah. no.
0: See, I love change.
1: Yeah, I know. This is a difference between you and I. I, I, I don't, I don't like it, and I don't think I embrace it. But I accept that I need to identify those things I need to change because you could change for the wrong, you know.
0: I mean, in just the three years that you've known me, and the one year that you've been coming here to the studio, mm-hmm. how many times have I changed the furniture around in the house?
1: Oh, I don't notice things like that. You don't? No, I really don't. Oh, I, I get almost care less about that. And that used to be something at home that I, when I was growing up we'd do all the time is we're changing the living room and stuff like that, and it's fun. I, as a an adult male, right now, I just don't, I don't notice that stuff. But I have noticed the changes you've made within our podcast. Now, it may not sound that different for people listening, although today's episode certainly does, pretty significant, yeah. But uh, the behind the scenes have been. Kind of substantial changes that we've gone through. Well, and this is kind
0: of a model for what we're talking about. A Technology bit. change that we've been implementing over the hundred
1: plus episodes that we've done. Yeah. Is just monumental. Isn't that interesting, right? I mean, just in the in the months that we've been doing this, the changes that we've had to deal with like you just mentioned today, one of the things on the, bo- the board, right? Yeah, An yeah, update.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, we just, I just did a firmware update on the, on the digital board and it it just completely simplified the process and made things a
1: heck of a lot easier. So I, there was a time up until, and you'll laugh about this, literally up until about uh, two months ago, I was using Photoshop Elements 5. <laughs> okay. That's. 15 updates sorry, ago. Sorry, I'm laughing with you. Not, yeah, I'm not yeah. But I'm not laughing. I'm just stating a fact because it it was easier for me to just use a really outdated, you know, uh, Photoshop app or software than to update. Now, I have since added the newest, and so I'm using that one. I do. I don't do it a lot, but, yeah, I don't necessarily have you, like that. have you noticed an
0: improvement in efficiency? For sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, for sure. And, that, and that's kind of the hard thing. For me to get across to my clients that, yes, there's an expense to adapting new technologies. You know, time is always the most expensive element. You can't get that back. You can't get it back. You make more of it. But you know, the thing is, is if you take a couple of hours now to learn how to do something new, and it saves you an hour a week, a couple of hours versus... 100 hours a year? Yeah, that's an investment. You you just can't beat that kind of return. That's right. So, so for some of the customers that you work with, what are some of the
1: potential consequences of not changing with the times? Well, I'm just going to flat out say, a uh, if they're not changing, depending on what they're not changing, it could cost them a lot of money. It, it's the old adage, you know, I'm going to save this uh, dime and it's going to cost me 10 bucks to do so. Right. Uh, whatever that uh, adage is, but so money for one thing, number two, you really run the risk of falling behind your competition. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, if your competition has a better grasp of how to deal with change, how to identify those things that need to be changed, you know, you may have a better service and a better product, but if they can adapt and evolve faster than you and better than you, you're going to lose ground, and you'll be taken over.
0: You know, but actually, that brings up an interesting point. Mm-hmm. Some businesses might change too soon. Knee-jerk reaction, right? You know, the newest technology that comes out. I, I remember back when I was using AutoCAD. I was an AutoCAD expert, AutoLISP expert. and Easy for you to say. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Well, I had to burp, you know. I, Mix that in with Autolisp. Grab another tissue. I gotta <laughs> wipe off the microphone. But That's disgusting when AutoCAD thirteen came out, anybody listening who remembers AutoCAD thirteen, that was a major change. To go from AutoCAD twelve to AutoCAD thirteen was major monumental change. And Autodesk announced this is only half of the change. We're gonna make the rest of the change in AutoCAD fourteen. Well, great. So why buy the 13, right? Well, because you had to. The The change really? was so monumental. Wow. So everybody changed to 13 immediately, and it was a disaster. Bug after bug after bug. So when 14 came out,
1: nobody changed. Isn't that funny? Wow. <laughs> they, well, I mean, uh, 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 cell phones have been doing this, like, for the last 10 years, right? They had the technology, but they they, they gave it up in little bites because they knew consumers will have trouble taking a huge monumental leap and it will leave people in the dust. Right, right. Well, we're going to take a break here to
0: thank our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to talk about types of businesses and the potential changes that they face. Social Media Summit Coeur is back in Coeur d'Alene for a third year in a row, presenting over 20 expert speakers on all things social media. The Pacific Northwest's longest-running social media conference is designed to empower local brands and professionals with a deeper understanding of the strategies, tactics, and tools they need to advance themselves and their organizations in the ever-changing fields of social media and digital marketing. And for those who think conferences are too overwhelming or you just can't justify three days away from the office there is also the Social Media Summit Inner Circle Masterclass. With each class presented by an expert in social media marketing, you'll have time to implement what you've learned before the next session. Be sure to visit smwcda.com for more information on Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle. You know, Social Media Summit and the change... Mm. that we're talking about, how appropriately timed you it have is. You had no full right? You know, because, man, that's a technology. It used to be that we could count on about 18 months
1: before we had to adapt. 18 months almost at the most, right? Sometimes it's as short as like 9 to 12 months on well, certain things. You know, we're going back a
0: ways, you know, 20 years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, when we, when AutoCAD, I'm, again, I'll use that as an example. When When I was using AutoCAD 9, I mean, I started at version 2. Oh, wow. I've, I've been using AutoCAD for a very, very long time, but, but when I was using AutoCAD 9, there was a, an add-on to it called Advanced Modeling Extension. It was a 3D modeling add-on to AutoCAD. Really made the, the software super powerful. That was the part that I loved the 3D modeling. When they came out with 10, and then they immediately 11, they dumped the advanced modeling extension. The idea of the change for some, it was like, oh, I I, I can't do it, so they stuck with nine. They wouldn't update, and then they missed all of those new things. Right. But you know, you look at some businesses. uh, Let's take plumbers for an example. What kind of change does a plumber have to
1: deal with? It's a great question because, uh, well, let's get right into the meat and potatoes of of what plumbers do. Right. There's plumbers. What do they do? They cram crap through pipes or well i mean that's you really sorry, simplify that, it that yeah. came out <clears throat> yeah and that that's uh you hear that sound that's right. the radio being changed over right right the podcast yeah, as being. they flush us <laughs> <laughs> so uh yes that's a simplified a simplified version but here's the thing when you get right into it plumbers and the and the nuts and bolts let's well, meats and potatoes business buffet but Not much has changed, but there are changes, right? Instead of copper, now you've got flexible supply lines, things like that, and that's all a part of the installation. But running the business, that's when you've got some changes, right? Bingo, there's where Yeah, that's where, that's the big change. So plumber, and this gets all the way back to the e-myth revisited about, you know, the technicians and managers and entrepreneurs. If you are still a technician in your business... This is where you get really overwhelmed by the changes about business, right? Because all you're doing is you're a technician.
0: Yeah. You know, I worked with a plumber in a LaTip group back in Portland when I was there. And, and you know, he, he did everything by hand. He had hand receipts and it worked for him. And his business was growing and growing. And he, he sat down with me. He said, you know what? I'm really struggling to keep up. So I, I kind of <laughs> sat down with him and, and took a look at what he was doing. And I said, no, where's your accounting system? you said accounting system i'm sorry i don't mean to be laughing but it's yeah but you know, I know. there are no, still I businesses it. i know today that don't have an accounting system yes it takes a ton of time right now to learn how to use that darn thing whether you do it or you hire somebody to do it that organization of that critical data especially when it comes time for tax season
1: well and it's interesting now that you say that because uh uh, Alki Lumber, where I worked for many years in the Seattle area, hand wrote every single invoice, every single ticket, someone came in, a retail customer, we wrote it down, We it, it popped out a two, you know, because there's carbon in there and everything. And that was by design, the owner of the company said, I don't want our customers to feel we are so high tech that, you know, we are punching in inventory stuff, right? So... You know, and I except, think to
0: this day, they still do that. Except then you look at it from the standpoint of how many customers can you handle if you're doing everything manually. Right. And that's, that's kind of the message here. With the plumbers, you, you know, putting in a toilet, you're using the same beeswax, you're mm-hmm. using the same type of fixtures. Yeah, the piping changed, but the way you connect the pipes, it really doesn't change not that much.
1: much. Not, nor, not You much. know,
0: but how you keep track of your numbers, how you keep track of your customers, customer relation management software. But let's look at the other side of the equation. Sure. How about accountants? Any changes in their business?
1: Oh, I think for sure. Oh, absolutely. It's it, will you boil it all down? It's still all about numbers, right? Mm-hmm. But the systems in implementing and and uh, inputting those numbers—that's where things change. And so you get used to using one system and get very good at it. And something more new and improved. And the problem is, what if it's not actually improved? It's just new.
0: It's just new. Yeah, I've yeah. run into that. But I, you know, I see kind of a repeating pattern. This, mm-hmm. is, this is where my specialty kicks in. So I look at an accountant, which I work with several accountants, mm-hmm. and know the accounting side, double-entry bookkeeping hasn't changed for 150, 200 years. Right. But the way we deal with capturing leads, the way we deal
1: with interfacing with customers, that's right? that's changed a lot. Again, it's back to the business, right? You That's are right. seeing a, a consistent uh, trend here. That's right. New sales
0: tools. I mean, accountants are notorious. You know, I ask them for content for their website, and, you know, I, I get a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very simple website. You know, and it's like, okay, there we got a picture, a couple of words. That's not going to
1: Who's your target I, I,
0: ideal uh, client? Everyone. Right. One word. There's one one word word right there. But you see, plumbers dealing with more customers. Accountants communicating with more customers. Kind of see a repeating pattern here. Yes. Web developers. Okay, this is kind of personal, but new publishing platforms. When I started building websites, I started using WordPress. And I looked at four or five different publishing platforms. And honestly, everybody that was in the business at the time, they just gave me a horrible time about, you can't use WordPress to build websites. Oh, and I'm like yes you can because it's so much faster yeah I was processing more than 200 websites
1: a year many businesses they don't do that in a decade can I just ask a quick question sure because I sat down with someone this week that said we we've switched from Squarespace to Wix and because we were told Squarespace wasn't very good and I just like kept my mouth shut until I couldn't keep my mouth shut anymore I'm like why didn't you go to WordPress? And he well, we were told by the people that did Wix that WordPress isn't very good to do with Google. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to shut up
0: right now. But uh, You know what? I've had these conversations. Many times people have tried to recruit me to sell their software or use their software in my building. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I tell them, no, I use WordPress. And they just laugh and laugh. Meanwhile, you continue to build some great sites and be very efficient at doing it.
0: Well, you know, it it's they get stuck in their ways. They're used to doing it one way and they don't want to move away from it. Right. You know, I look at it from the standpoint, I don't have to put everything in that website. I can use third-party tools. Sure. Forms, e-commerce, scheduling. Yep. You know, I don't have to create those tools. They already exist. I just need to incorporate them in the WordPress website.
1: Yeah, how it uh,
0: appropriately, right? Now another one, computer service and consulting. Here is a big one. You would think, okay, the technology of the computer itself changes. I mean yeah. Windows, they're they're constantly reinventing themselves. I was just like, going to say hi Joe right now. Yeah, cuz you know they they well Windows kind of stinks. So <laughs> Have I mentioned F1 for help and how valuable they are? <laughs> you know, these guys, Joe, is just a master. But Don't worry, Joe. That didn't cost you a dime. No, no, no. We got you because, in fact, I just, I just sent somebody over to you, but I digress. I digress. The, the computer industry actually has changed significantly. Oh, yeah, huge. From a standpoint of just breaking what's or fixing what's broken, to managing it so it doesn't break in the first place. Good point. Going from a break fix to a managed service model. Right. Another one is software as a service. It or. used to be that we had to buy the software, or right. actually, I go back far enough, develop the software. Yeah. There was a time or two where I wrote the accounting so- software, I, I programmed the cus- customer relations software. I did that for farmer's insurance, put me through college.
1: Right. And Zenefits, who we just talked to, uh, Jay Fulcher, the CEO of Zenefits. They are a S-A-S-A-S-A-A-S. Yeah. Software as a service. Exactly. Company. And, uh, so those are more prevalent and hardware as a service, right? Hardware as
0: a service. Absolutely. How do you keep up with the change opportunities? It's not how we make the change. Not yet. It's, when we make the change. Mm -hmm. And I I think for a business who has reached that full point, when you're making the decision, should I hire another employee? Great, That's the time to take a look at a potential change. Because what's the adage? In order to bring on an employee, you really need to have 150% of your business. Right, Because you're no longer going to be doing, now you're going to be spending time managing. So you really have to have a growth of 150% before you can adapt that new
1: employee in there. So you're very busy at that point. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, here's an opportunity where okay, if I bring in a change, an improvement in my system, if I can improve the efficiency, maybe you can put off hiring that employee a little bit longer. Exactly. Exactly. And then we talk about the systems, right? Exactly. What are the signals that a change is required? What tell me about a customer of yours and and some of the change signals that you've seen. Well,
1: uh, a, one customer in particular had a brick-and-mortar business that was really suffering, partly because of the market, but partly because they were doing an awful lot of uh, construction around them. Okay, so it kept people from getting there. And they were doing whatever they could just to stay in business. So there there were some uh, changes that were around him that he, and they could not control. They weathered the storm, and once that... That stuff went away, whether it was the market or the construction. Then they made, then they started investing into their company, and really, really started excelling. So the, there, I think the list is long on what they started to do to invest in their company. But they made that move. They identified what was slowing them down. When that uh, obstacle was removed, they started to spend that money, and they're just booming and flourishing
0: well you know another area last area i want to touch on today where businesses might struggle to change is getting uh, a company with multiple employees getting those employees to embrace doing something different right you know because as hard as it is for us to accept change it's very difficult for employees to accept change as well age considerations you know younger employees it's not that they embrace change any faster than us old guys but they process the change differently. Right. So we also have to look over at crossover considerations. If we're improving efficiencies, are we taking jobs away from one employee? And what's that going to do to their emotional psyche?
1: You know, communication just keeps popping into my head as you're walking through these steps. I think that if you're making any significant change, that's uh company wide communication is, that's the key, right? You let people know, that you're doing it, why you're doing it, when you're doing it. And that will help you overcome those uh,
0: frustrated feelings, the the pressures that the employees are going to feel like you're overworking them, you're not giving them more money. The better you communicate with them, the better your overall business is going to be. You know, if done right, implementing change in your business can boost profits. Changes decrease expenses, improve efficiencies, add service options, Or honestly, a mix of all three. Avoiding change is like avoiding going into business in the first place. It is very non-entrepreneurial by nature. Your entrepreneurial spirit pushes you towards going into business. So let it push you
1: towards improving your business. You got a quote of the date for us? I do. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. James Baldwin. Great quote. Well, that
0: is it for us today. Thank you for listening and remember to eat hearty in business.
1: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.